0: and regain your control. Hello and welcome, everybody. I have a question for you. Who do you think you are? Now, the answer to that question can be seen in your results. What do I mean by that? If you think that you're a type A overachiever, if you feel like you're burning the candle at both ends, if you feel like you're overstretched, having little time for yourself to pursue passions and relationships and things that you want to do and leave the legacy you want, well, guess what? You're right. Let me share a little bit about my background. So you know that I walk my talk and I know what I'm talking about. I want to share some things that will help you get out of the rat race, reset your mind, reawaken your spirit, and help you regain control over your life so you can stand in your highest potential, serving at the highest levels, and just experiencing overwhelming joy. So, When I think about my life, before I started researching and studying the mind and universal laws, I'll just give you a snapshot in time of what my life looked like. So I was a high-level military leader enlisted in the Air Force, and I served for almost 28 years. And um, just a little snapshot in time, I was a master sergeant at this time. I was a first sergeant, which means that my role was to take care of other people. During that time also, I was caring for my father, who had terminal cancer. I was a leader in an organization, a nonprofit organization. I was leading different events. I got promoted very quickly to the top 1% of the Air Force. An even smaller number of that were women. So, from the outside looking in, it looked like I had it all together, but I was stretched in a multitude of directions. I remember I was going for my advanced degrees at Boston University, and I thought, well, if I get my master's degree, then I'll be smart enough. If I run this marathon after my father had passed away, I felt like I didn't do a great job of being a daughter like I wasn't giving enough and I thought if I run this marathon and raise money for cancer research then I will have been a great daughter I ran another marathon if I run this marathon maybe I won't be fat I did a figure competition my god I did a half iron man in Hawaii and when I finished when I crossed the finish line I said oh I should have done it in seven hours. It was like I had this insatiable desire to always achieve more, do more, have more. And again, from the outside looking in, it looked like I was really successful, but I would not deem myself a success when I look back on that time. I remember talking to a friend, and I actually, at the time, she wasn't even a close friend. She was an acquaintance. I didn't have close relationships. I didn't really have people that I thought I could lean on. I felt like I wasn't worthy and I needed to do more and have more. And I said to this friend, when is it going to be enough? When am I going to be enough? And I realized in that moment that in my mind, I would never be enough. And I knew that was the epiphany that something needed to change. And that's when I started to get into personal development, studying the mind and universal laws. And once I had a deeper understanding of who I truly am, the essence of who I am, I was able to discover my purpose. But more important than that, I was able to rekindle and really connect with people who were important to me in my life. And I was able to stand in my purpose confidently. I was doing less, less busy, but more effective in the things that I was doing. And I'm sharing this with you because if I can do it, you can do it. And I'm going to share some of the things that I've learned along the way through my mentors that are going to help you get out of the rat race and get you serving in the best way possible, the way that you truly want to. So I'm thinking about when I made a transition and I started studying this information, I hired a coach. And maybe some of you are familiar with this coach. He's well known in personal success and performance. His name is Bob Proctor, and Sandy Gallagher, actually. So I I met Bob Proctor at a personal development seminar. And prior to that event, I was serving in the military for almost 28 years, and I had been collecting All of these degrees and certifications trying to land on my purpose, thinking the more I studied, the more I did, the more I got out there, something would stick. And I stood up in front of 500 people and said, how do you know when you found your purpose? Now, that wasn't like me, but I did that. It was like somebody lit a flame under my seat and I jumped up and I asked that question. And he asked me some questions about my background and about my studies and about my career. And he said, you know, we have something I think you would be really great at. And I want you to give me your contact information. Now, one of the things I said to Bob was, I have to retire in three years. Well, let me fast forward. I gave him my contact information. I didn't retire in three years. What had happened was, I submitted my retirement and it got approved in three months. And within six months, I became an entrepreneur and I was coaching people on all this mindset stuff and universal laws and psychology and all the leadership lessons and yoga philosophy that I've learned throughout all of my certifications. It all came around full circle because I was clear on my purpose. So I started moving along and within 18 months, I quadrupled my income and I was serving at a higher capacity than I ever thought and dreamed would be possible. Now, I'm not telling you this to impress you, but to impress upon you, again, if I can do it, you can do it too. So I started coaching and bringing on clients. And in true Laura type A overachiever fashion, it wasn't before long before I found myself in that grind again. In the rat race, even doing what I loved. It's, you know, once we get caught up in these mental patterns that we've been so accustomed to and living by, they're hard to break. But I'm going to show you how to do that. So I started working hard and I was burnt out. So that's when I decided to take things a step further. I hired Bob Proctor to coach me. And I went to one of his events. It was a small group of us and he was coaching me one on one. And I had in my mind, as I was transitioning out of the military into entrepreneurship, that in order for me to um, earn and replace the income I was earning previously, I wanted to at least earn six figures um, to live the lifestyle and give in the way that I wanted, I had this a lofty number of people that I would have needed to talk to every week, like 50 people in order for me to hit those targets. I was already working in the military like 12 hours a day, commuting back and forth to work. I was already doing all of these extra kind of curricular type of activities within the community. I was stretched to the, to the, uh, to the maximum, and it was too much. So Bob had asked me about, you know, how often are you working? How much are you working? And he said to me, I only want you to talk to two people a week. That's it. Now, that seemed illogical to me. (laughs) And I remember Sandy Gallagher, another one of my mentors and leaders, somebody I really admire and respect, that was actually her mantra, do the illogical. He told me not to talk to 50 people a week. You know, we're taught to be in the grind and to work hard and to value hard work. That's how we're brought up. But he told me to talk to two people a week. That's it. And I ought to be able to move one of them. And if I couldn't, then maybe I needed to work on my presentation. It felt like the weight of the world had been lifted off my shoulders. In that moment, I felt energized. I felt like I was giving myself or he was giving me permission to be lazy. He wasn't giving me permission to be lazy. He was giving me permission to enjoy my life and enjoy my work. Where I was heading was being in the rat race and then becoming resentful of the very work that I loved. So doing the illogical, doing the illogical, I was able to quadruple my income. That's when I, my career and my business started to skyrocket. So it's not working hard, it's working in a smarter way and aligning yourself and your mind with what you truly desire and allowing universal laws to work with you, not you working against them. So that's really a key point that I want you to understand. So I want you to look online at www.ratracereboot.com and I want you right now to go ahead and download and subscribe download six mindset changing techniques to lead a more fulfilled life I'm going to be going through some of the steps in there and this is going to be your homework so it's really important whether you download it now or you download it after listening to these short 20 minutes I'm going to put you to work because I want you to get the most out of this Um, You know, you can't achieve freedom and fulfillment when you're stuck in the rat race. You can't. You can't even hear yourself think. And what had happened for me is I was able to leverage not all of the opportunities, not all of the things, but the things that were in alignment with my vision. That really helped me eliminate all of the clutter that was in my mind and in my life. And it helped me really reclaim my time back and my joy. And I want that for you. So I want you to be standing in your purpose, leading a lovely and fulfilling life. So there are five things that I want to cover here that I want you to really take to heart. First and foremost, what I learned from Bob in that moment and through that coaching was I stopped putting myself last I immediately set boundaries and I hired a coach. And it's really important that you do that, whether it's hiring a coach or finding a mentor. You want to find somebody who is leading the same kind of life that you want to lead in some aspect of your life. So maybe you're really great in business, but it's at the expense of having the relationships you want. Well, maybe find somebody who is doing really well in business, but has a wonderful relationship and just feels connected, a wonderful relationship with themselves. You want to learn from people like that, okay? So whether you hire a coach or you find a mentor, do that, because we all have blind spots. You can only take you as far as your level of awareness will take you, and a great coach or mentor will help you break through those boundaries. Setting boundaries, again, is an important part of this. Saying no to some things that aren't serving you. Um, Another thing that I did was I created a vision for my life, and I'm not talking about smart goals here, you know, um, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and there's a timeline attached to it, because we can get caught up in the rat race. I was a goal-seeking organism when I was in the rat race. It was like, I'm doing a marathon, I'm doing a figure competition, I'm doing the half Ironman, I'm going to be the president of this organization, I'm going to rise to the top ranks, It was one goal after another, and that's what we're taught to do, and that's why it looked like I was successful and happy. I wasn't. But when you set your sights and you learn how to set a vision for your life, you'll know when something comes across your purview and in your mind's eye, and it's an opportunity that comes across your awareness, you'll know whether or not it fits in with that vision or not. So instead of taking on all of the opportunities, again, you're only taking on the ones that are serving your highest vision. Um, so I stopped being the go-to person in my business and in my organization and in my life um, I started looking at all of the things that I was responsible for, or the things that I thought I was responsible for. And look, these exercises are gonna be in that PDF, so I really want you to do this homework. So I took a look at what am I doing? What do I love doing? What do I feel I need to do? What can I do away with? What can I hire out and how can I leverage the talents of other people? Who can I mastermind with to be more effective in less time? So that was another thing that I really did. Um, I started paying attention to my inner dialogue. So again, we become our thoughts. And that's one thing that I've learned through all of my mentors and all of the thought leaders I read about and I read their works is they all agree on one thing we become our thoughts. So some of the dialogue I was saying is, oh, I'm exhausted. I am swamped. I'm overwhelmed. How am I going to get this done? There aren't enough hours in the day. Guess what? I was right. <laughs> whatever you think, whatever you feel about yourself, whatever you believe, you will be right. So I learned how to change that dialogue in my mind, in my words, and in my actions. Now, I hired a coach. I invested money in myself. So if Bob Proctor told me to stand on my head and sing the alphabet backwards, I would have done it. So I put myself on the hook. And so when he told me only to talk to two people a week, that was foreign to me. If it was just a friend telling me that, I wouldn't have done it. So it it was important that I changed my thinking, I changed the words to, I feel free. I'm so grateful. My, My schedule is abundant. I feel wonderful. I feel joy. But I also took action to only talk to two people a week. I took action immediately as I was changing this inner dialogue. And let me tell you, it wasn't all rainbows and unicorns. It wasn't easy all the time, but I kept at it. And within a few short months, again, my income started to skyrocket and... I was working half the time. I was enjoying coffee with friends. I was enjoying being present with my husband and giving to a cause that I'm really passionate about. I want that for you, and it is possible. But you just have to do things, do the illogical. What's illogical for you? And then lastly, I know it sounds much easier than it is, but I I was connecting with source energy. I stopped making intellect king. And I love this quote, and I'm paraphrasing it from Robin Sharma. The analytical mind makes a wonderful servant, but an extremely poor master. You have gifts. You you have that analytical mind for a reason, but you don't want it to rule you. That part of my mind had me in the rat race. And I have no doubt that that part of your mind has you caught up in the rat race too. So when you start tapping into source energy, God, the universe, whatever you want to call it, your higher self, that's where your answers are. That's where your wisdom is. Stop looking outside of yourself. I was looking outside of myself for happiness, joy, and fulfillment. I never found it there. When I was able to quiet my mind, calm down, and tap into source energy, that's when things shifted for me. So I want you to make a decision right now that you're really going to study yourself, that you're really gonna bet on you, that you are going to tap into your higher self, your inner wisdom, and develop more trust in that than what's going on outside of yourself. Have faith in that. Look, we can either have faith or fear, right? Faith and fear are both invisible forces. We can't see them, right? And you have to choose one or the other. You're either going to be aligned with faith or fear. Fear is going to lead you down the path that you're not enough, that you're going to have, just like I did, have this insatiable desire to always be achieving, searching outside of yourself for things to make you happy and to fill you. Or you can have faith in yourself that the answers are inside of you and Quiet yourself down. Sit your butt down, have some quiet time, and and connect with what you truly want and desire. So we're going to do this for a little bit today. It starts with creating space for yourself um, so that you can hear yourself think, so that you can hear your intuition as it's guiding you. And then you can take what I call is inspired action. Okay? So what did we talk about today? I talked a little bit about your mind and how we can get caught up in the rat race. And it's really by habit that we do get caught up in that rat race. We can say, hey, I'm going to go to my child's track meet or I'm going to do these things to establish wonderful relationships with people. And then we fall off track and we fall back into our old patterns because that rat race, that hamster wheel, whatever you want to call it, is what we've known for so long. We have to be willing to break that circuit and tap into ourselves and shift what's going on in our conscious mind and our subconscious mind so that we can connect with our higher self and be guided to leverage the right opportunities. Again, not all of the opportunities, that's how we get stuck. So I wanna do a little bit of an exercise with you to help you connect with your vision for your life. We're going to put all of this to practice. The first thing is you have to know what you want. You have to get clear on a vision or a purpose. So before we get into this exercise, I want you to bring to your mind's eye something that you want. What do you want more of? and not more work. I've never heard anybody at the end of their day saying, ah, oh, I wish I would've worked harder. No, they wish they would've had better relationships. They, they wish they would've told that person they loved them. They wish they would've climbed that mountain or did that epic vacation. Those are the things that people wish for. They wish they would've given more of themselves. So this is an opportunity. If you don't know what you want, Take a couple moments, even have pen and paper, write down a few things that you would love to be, do, or have. And if you can't specifically align and land on something right now, think about how do I want to feel in my life? You know, if you're feeling overstretched and overwhelmed and, you know, at the beck and call of everybody else's, you know, issues, then what's the opposite of that? Would that be freedom? Would you like to feel free? Would you like to feel calm and ease and peace, wellness? Would you like to feel more vitality or more connection with people? Bring that to your mind's eye. And we're going to put this into practice with a little guided meditation. So go ahead, get comfortable. Have your feet planted firmly on the ground and just be aware of your breathing take a deep breath in and exhale slowly and completely take another deep breath in through your nose and exhaling releasing any signs of tension in your body and I want you to bring to your mind's eye that image that beautiful vision Of your life whether it be a relationship a higher level of success but more effectively in half the time so that you can have freedom maybe it's a relationship maybe it's space just to exhale whatever that is for you bring that to your mind's eye and hold that vision hold that vision on the screen of your mind using one of your beautiful mental faculties. Your will. That's your truth. You deserve that. And now try to get into the emotion of it. Because we're going to talk about this next week. Energy, vibration, and feelings. Feeling Is the conscious awareness of the energy and vibration you're in. And that vibration attracts circumstances, people, opportunities into your life. So if you're feeling stressed, that's the vibration you're in most of the time. But let's do something different today. Get into the emotion and the feeling of your wish fulfilled. Hold it. And now ask yourself silently for guidance for the day. Maybe ask, how can I be more effective in less time? How can I serve? Or what can I let go of today that will bring me closer to that ideal? And then as things bubble up to your mind's eye, without judging them, just write them down. You're in harmony with what you want right now. And those ideas and those inspirations that are coming to your mind's eye are also in harmony with what you want. And you'll be taking action on those steps, even if they don't make sense This is what I call the path of least resistance and taking inspired action. Welcome back, everybody. I hope that felt wonderful for you. Make sure you join us next week. Do the work that I'm asking you to do. And join us next week. If you haven't done so already, go to ratracereboot.com and download that free PDF. It's six mindset changing techniques for a more fulfilled life. It's going to supplement what we talked about today. Next week, I'm going to be talking to you about why we're hardwired to always get caught up in this rat race and this habitual way of being. It's not your fault, but you can learn about it and change it. Awareness is the key. But remember, in the meantime, remember, everything is created twice. First, in your imagination and in your mind, and second, in physical form. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.